Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, steady trying to be about the business, too, y'all. I, I'm, 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 I'm doing all I can. But you know what's crazy? In the efforts that I make, I can do more. You know, my father used to tell me something when I was growing up. He said, son... When you've done your best and you've done all you can, sit still for a second and just do a little bit more. Always remember that. He said, when you've done the best you can and you can done all you can think of, 
He said, sit still for a minute and do some more. And you know what I've discovered in my life? I always have a little more. I ain't ever just out, out, out completely. I can't take another step. There ain't another breath in me. There ain't, there ain't another thought I can produce. I'm never completely out, man. Just take a rest for a minute, man. And then j- just do a little bit more. And that, that I can't tell you how many times that's helped me get over the top. You know, I was watching a, a documentary about people climbing uh, Mount Everest and how difficult climbing Mount Everest was and how uh, they have on the hill uh, something called like a death zone or killing zone where the majority of people run out of oxygen and they have to turn back. Well, what's crazy is it's, it's right in view of the summit. You can actually see the top of Mount Everest from there. But it's, but it's that little bit that's left that's just most difficult. Now, I, I, I forgot all the reasons why they said most people don't make it from there and more people have lost their lives in that area. I, I don't know what it is. But the people that make it to the top of Mount Everest, they all had to go through that same zone or that same area. But they had a little bit more that allowed them to get to the top. You know, a lot of people have had accidents up there trying that, so I'm not even really sure if Mount Everest analogy is a good one. But let's just break it down a little bit more. Let's just talk about life. There's a poem I learned uh, back when I was pledging. It's called Don't Quit. The author's unknown, but the poem was called uh, Don't Quit, and um, I had to memorize it. I memorized this poem when I was 18, 19. But the poem stayed in my head. I'm going to try to remember it right now. I'm going to say it for you. But there's a stanza in it that talks about how many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up. Though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with another blow. You know, that's a stanza that always sticks out in my mind. I'm going to say, I can memorize one. Hold on, right? Okay, this is the poem. There's The author is unknown. The name of the poem is Don't Quit. It goes like this. If I make a mistake, I'm, I'm just trying to drum it up. So here we go. It says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. It's your silver tint of your clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. 
So stick to the fight. When your heart is hit, it's when things seem worst that you mustn't quit. I remember it because I had a special method of helping you remember stuff back then, but I remembered it. And that poem right there has kept me. You know, I've, we often talk about scripture and, and everything, and, and I, don't, I don't see how I could live without it. But every now and then, man, somebody has a writing. God puts a writing on somebody's heart that delivers a message, man, that can help people. I use every motivational tool that I possibly can to climb this ladder of success or try to be the best father and the best husband I can be. I've done a lot of changing over the years, and so have you. But change is necessary in order to grow. If you don't make changes, folks, you can't grow. I was a young man on my set. I kept looking at him, man, a sharp little young dude just on my set. And he had these dreads, and I mean, they were I, they were super long, man. They were well below the middle of his back. I mean, they were just long. And he kept talking to me, and he kept talking to me and talking to me. Now, I know somebody going to take this the wrong way, but this is my story, so, you know. Feel how you want to feel. I already know the emails is coming. You talking about it? So your man kept talking to me, and I said, hey, man, you know, you do your huge self a favor in the business you're in if you got a haircut. You would do yourself a huge favor. I said, your image is everything, man. I said, you keep stopping me in the hallway to try to tell me what you're doing, what you are. But all I see is your hair. And I keep trying to figure out what you're doing with all that hair, man. Now, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm like an employer. I employ people. So when I'm walking through the hallway and I try to think of you traveling with me and you sitting in a meeting with me, I try to imagine you in your suit sitting there talking business with me. And so just like other employers are, I'm just having a real story with you. So I said, man, you ought to consider cutting your hair. He said, man, Mr. Harvey, I've been growing his hair since I was a little boy. I said, how old are you now? He said, 28. I said, well, how long you want to hang on to what you was when you was a little boy? You know, if you started growing your hair when you were a teenager, I mean, you're 28 now. What, what, and I said, so let me help you understand something. Let me, let me ask you something. What does it do for you? He said, man, it's just who I am. It's, 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 I said, so you your hair? He said, no, no, but it's a part of me. I said, that part of you that you're hanging on to, what does it do for you? I just like it. Well, dog, I like ice cream. But if, eat it, but if I hang on to ice cream and eat ice cream every single day, my body going to reflect that. What is it that you hanging on to that you don't want to let go of that's prohibiting you from being what all you can be? See, it's hard to be what all you can be if you want to keep being all you was. Don't that make sense to you? So I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've had to change. Change is necessary to grow. You can't be all you can be if you want to keep hanging on to all you was. That don't make no sense. How do you go forward if you keep going backwards? You can't stay here and go there. Do you understand that? If you want to go over there, you must remove yourself from right here. Oh, I got right here is comfortable. I got right here is safe. But over there is where the shade is. Over there is where the fruit is. Over there is where the opportunity is. Over there is where the mountain of gold is. So why you stuck on here? You got to leave here to go over there. 
You can't be all you can be if you want to stay stuck on who you was. Change is growth is necessary, y'all. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, this is it. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. What'd you think it was? We're here. We're live. We're off the chain. Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, how can I tell it to you? We're the absolute best. <laughs> no, really, we are. What's up, Sharon? Hey. I'm tired. <laughs> they dropped that hey, fire. Steve, yeah. Yeah, I'm what gonna happened? let that go right there. I don't know. It's too much energy to do that. Plus, that ain't me, so what's happening? <laughs> Yeah, Carla, what's going on? Well, you're exhausted, huh? <laughs> well, myself, I was that little ignorant opening. Uh, good morning, crew. What's up? Well, happy sad, junior boy. Morning, Unc. Happy mm-hmm. sad. <laughs> and uh, what should I call Tommy from now? Scheduling conflict. Thomas Miles. Oh, oh man. Hell. That, <laughs> you know, man, I've never really cared for Thomas Miles. Wow. But that's his name, Steve. Okay. <laughs> so all, you want him to change his name now? See, all growing up, it was time. Oh. No, see, it's not It's not the name per se. It's the persona of the name. That go with it? Yeah, Thomas Miles is very difficult to deal with, is what I'm saying. Nephew Tommy is so damn stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so where's the middle ground, Shirley? You got nephew Tommy, you got Thomas Miles. Where is the... It can't be Tom. It no, can't it can't be, be Tom. I won't be your Tom. Yeah. But T- where, where in the middle? T-Miles. Uh, where's the dude that I play golf with it? Yeah, he's That's, in the middle. I, yeah. I hear yeah, that. That ain't uh-huh. nephew Tommy that be out there. He be a little no. more serious. But then he know he can't play, so he don't take himself too serious. Or, so that or, ain't Thomas. Yeah, or ah. or the Tommy that takes us out to dinner and pays for yeah. everything. Who, 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 what do y'all call him? Tommy? He's Thomas. Yeah. He's Thomas. He's just a different call Thomas. Me the chick. Yeah. No, Thomas yeah. Miles. When you say the whole name, you get all that. How about T? What? Well, just T Thomas. T Miles. T Miles. T Miles. Yeah. I can't call him T. Oh, T Miles. So T Miles is the middle ground. Yeah, man, yeah, that's the dude that most. That's, that's that's when you will like. That's what a lot of people like you at. T Miles. Can I say this? Well, that was Nobody is. likes Thomas. Man. So so uh so that his was, ass is so bougie. So, so he ass. extra, ain't he? So, uh, <laughs> when, when I was in the hospital and he came with it, that was T Miles. Yeah. Well, I was crying so hard. That wasn't nephew Tommy. That was T Miles. That was T Miles. Oh yeah, that's oh, not okay. nephew. Yeah, no, that that's T Miles, the one you like. Uh. Thomas, I I can deal with nephew Tommy, but in very short doses. But Thomas, though. like the radio show, and then that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I do his ass for four hours, and then I got yeah. to go. But yeah. Thomas, though. Thomas Miles, man, Ooh, I can't do none Lord. of him. And we all stand together. Oh, he's Thomas today. Go ahead, he's ask today. me. I'm not okay, Miles. so you're saying Thomas and Thomas Miles are two different I'm people. Right, yes. I'm right yes. Here. I'm right here. That's what I'm saying. I'm right. T Miles is the yeah. cool one. I like yeah, Thomas. I like T Miles. Thomas yeah, Miles? That's the one that Everybody's like, oh, he's Thomas think Miles. Think he knows every yeah. damn thing. So, yeah. Making... yeah, Thomas and Thomas Miles, they're they're kind of the so, same Carl. So Thomas Miles mm-hmm. sent me a W two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, listen. Okay. Uh, we'll be back with something funny. We're going to talk about vacations. It's on a lot of people's minds right now. We'll be back at 32 after the hour. T-Miles. I, I, I did send him a W-2. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, Americans may not take all their vacation days. Whew. Everybody on this show can can agree to that except yeah. for one person. Mm-hmm. I say take so. All. I'm not talking about you this time. Okay. Oh, no. Him? Oh, no. <laughs> he take all his at once. He take his and some of ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing with your little ragged ass life. Let me have that week you got laying over there. <laughs> Vacation days, sick days, whatever he can take off, he does it. Is he sick on his sick days? Uh-uh. No, no, that's golf week. Yeah. Are you talking to me? No, we're talking about you. Okay. Americans may not take all their vacation days, but that does not mean that we don't spend a lot of time thinking about those vacation days. New research revealed that Americans spend about 284 days of their life dreaming about being on vacation. And we spend more than, a, that's a lot of time. Then we spend more than 113 hours every year thinking about being on a beach somewhere. And your vacation pics on social media, people don't like those. <laughs> they do not. Stop the putting hate. those up. Yes, yes, yes. They make people jealous. They bring out that the That one and them pictures of their food. That's uh-huh. right there. <laughs> the study found that every day the average person sees vacation pictures on social media. That makes them mad, okay? Uh, that's probably why 30%. Those are haters, Shirley. Yeah, I know. That's 30... They're haters. Uh-huh. Nobody cares. <laughs> That's probably why 36% of Americans admit they put those vacation pics on social media to show people just how great their lives are. Ah. So, Steve, you and your wife Marjorie take wonderful vacations. Yeah. And we know you guys ball till you fall when you go on vacation. But we, what we want to know is how do you vacation on a budget before you got to where you are now? How did you do Well, it? I just need to know, you know, how much we're talking about. If you tell me what the budget is, okay. there are things I can recommend. Let's do $2,000. Okay, $2,000. For a family of four. Four. Okay. Sadly. He ain't finna leave the city, watch. Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and... He ain't uh, finna leave the city. That's 500 apiece. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we ain't going nowhere. Why, why do you sound well, no. like that? Okay, I'm, all right, here we go. Let me change my Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to drive somewhere. We have to make the gas budget be the... How much... Okay, let me ask you. How much it costs to fill up an average tank right now? Uh... Okay. So we need we need to stay one gas tank going and one gas tank coming. We talking about $120 out the budget. Okay, there we go. You know, what I man, we gotta stay within one tank. So we're talking uh, about it's gotta be within 300 miles. <laughs> now okay. if we gonna stay overnight, we gotta get in economically feasible accommodation. Okay. okay. A decent hotel. These are stuff like Comfort Inn suites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the nice. reason okay. you, I would recommend Comfort Inn because they had a free breakfast. Okay. See, that saved money. Yeah. Now, you know, and they got free Wi-Fi. So you got to take this consideration. And if you stay at Comfort Inn, you get points. I'm just working with this 2000 So everybody's room is $50 a night. Would you say that's fair? 60 so you need just kids. two rooms. One for yeah. the kids. You and, and one the wife for the and one for the kids mm-hmm. with a connector door and leave the yeah. damn door open. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. So they don't burn that damn hotel down. <laughs> right. And then you got other issues. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two rooms at let's say seventy dollars, five dollars a night. That's hundred and fifty. Two nights, we looking at three hundred dollars in rooms. How many nights we gonna do two nights only? Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to get it together first. We got to stay somewhere. We want to do three fifty for rooms, 
and we got 120 on gas. We about 550, 450, something like that. Looking mm. tight. All right, now we got, let's just say we got 1,500 left. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a okay. nice amount of money. Yeah. Did we eat yet? Yeah, we ain't no, well, ate a well, damn thing. Ain't <laughs> we, ain't, we should make some sandwiches Not, before we yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> Pack a yeah. cooler full of sandwiches. Because mm-hmm. you're okay. driving, that's But okay. make sandwiches that stick, peanut butter and jelly. Same thing to be no whole lot of ham now. Right. Okay. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Pimento spread sandwiches. Uh, It got to stick with you. Nobody give a damn what you don't want. This all we got. You want a vacation or you want to eat? You want to eat? Pork skins and water. (laughs) You got to get something in you that swell. Pork skins and water. I'm, I'm familiar with all this. This is what we do. We eat. got high blood pressure by the time no, we eat that bag of them pork skins and drink a bottle of water. You ain't even gonna know you're hungry. <laughs> Damn like that, but at least they quit crying about hunger. All right, now we, we got us a little something to eat. Pimento spread and pork skin. Man. Them kids are stopped up. Man. <laughs> There's a hospital on the way. Come on okay. with your vacation. We got we got to have some kind of activities now. Yeah. We gotta now we're good. going to Six Flags uh-huh. with a day pass for everybody. Okay. Or we okay. going to the zoo where you can really entertain kids mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep it on the budget. Or yeah. we going to a state park. Okay. Nice. Pull up at it where we can barbecue out there and just let the kids run till they drop yeah. in open field. <laughs> and you got to put your grill where you only going to stay there and watch way on the other side away from the car. Then you run your kids to the car to get stuff. That helps zap the energy out of their ass. Oh, okay. And it give them something to do. You can see the car from your barbecue grill, but it way across the field. Send their ass back and forth across that field about six trips. <laughs> and every time you send them, say, hair up. <laughs> wrong for this, man. Oh, dog, I know how to hey, work this. Wrong for this. I love it. I, I love it all it is. You think you having fun because you running in that field. Yeah. But that budget. third trip back, they answered walking. <laughs> I said, hair up. Show <laughs> ass walking folk. <laughs> I'm going to burn this meat. Put some responsibility on there. All right, Steve, we got to go. Uh, thank you, though. Uh, listen, coming up next, it is uh, T. Miles, the nephew Tommy, with uh, Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, some celebrities who work with Fox Entertainment are disgusted with Fox News. But first, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? FPC. Ooh, you know what? Boy, yeah, you, yeah, you did. FPC. Funeral Picture Company. Everybody need one. It's, it's right there on the obituary. <laughs> okay, what's the title again? FPC. Yeah. Funeral Picture Company. Get your picture. Get your picture now. Pick out the one you want. You understand? <laughs> you know. Now. So many people. While you're alive, Carla. Yeah, yeah, get your picture. Don't about to Is that the logic? Yeah. That's it. Run that prank. Logic. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Darwin. Darwin. Uh, this is he. Hey, Darwin, how you doing? This is Frank. 
with uh, FPC. We're trying to come down and uh, see about uh, making an appointment with you uh, within the next week, if that's possible. For appointment for what, there? Uh, we're supposed to come by. I'm with FPC. We wanted to. Uh, we have FPC. You on file. What, what what is that? What is FPC? Uh, sir, your name was left with us, and you're 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 on uh, on our file to actually come out and make an appointment with you, so we can. Um, so we can get your picture taken. Uh, you must have the wrong number. I'm not. I'm not signed up to take no picture or anything, sir. Okay. Well, you are. You're Darwin, correct? Yeah. Yes, I am Darwin. And you call Darwin, and that's who you call it. But anything about a picture? What? What's up with a picture? Uh, we've got you on our schedule here, FPC. We have you on our schedule to um to actually uh for us to come out to your home and take your picture. Okay, FPC. Which company is that? What what, you, what type of picture would I be taking? I'm not taking no picture, but what what is FPC? Okay, you don't know anything about a photo being taken of you needing needing no, to be sir. taken. No. Okay, uh, sir. FPC is uh, we are. This is a funeral picture company. Who? What, funeral picture company. And what we do is funeral. we come out and take your picture, and we actually keep it on file. That way. When you do pass away, we have your picture for your program, and we have a nice picture for you. Oh, man, look, I'm not dead right now. You're not taking no picture of me. Who is this again? My name is Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, Frank, you mean to tell me y'all taking pictures of people before they die just so you could have their picture on file? So well, we keep it on file, them? and then you have a good picture on your program, and that's what that's what, uh, that's what what we yeah, do. Like some I ain't signed up for nothing like that. Who the hell signed me up for some like that? I'm, I'm not, not quite sure, but we're trying to schedule where we can come out uh, beginning of next week so we can get your picture taken. Next week, week after, you get the picture when I'm dead. You're not taking no picture of me before I die. That that don't sound right. Uh, sir, don't you want to have a good picture on your program? Sir, you're not taking no picture of me for no funeral arrangements that I'm not dead yet. I don't understand that. What the hell is this about? Nobody. Who signed me up for it then? Tell me that much. Uh, sir, I don't have the actual person listed here on who signed you up, but I do have the number, and you are Darwin, Mr. Darwin. So. I didn't sign up for it, and I'm not taking no pictures. You guys run around taking pictures of people before they die just to have a good picture on file? That sounds like some, man. I ain't never heard of no like that, sir. Okay, sir, are you, I mean, we have your address here. Are, are you uh, Are you available? I'm, no, I'm not available. I'm not available at all to take no picture for a funeral. That I'm not even dead yet. I don't I don't get that. That, that sounds like a bunch of And I, I, who the hell gave you my number? That's what I want to know. Sir, I'm not quite sure, but one thing we have to do is we have to follow through with our job. So what we're going to have to do is we. I have to come out there and take a picture. No. So no, I, no, I, I, I don't no. want to you know, create a problem, but I have to get a picture of you by next week. Oh, it's going to be a problem because you're not getting a picture of me for no funeral arrangement. Mr. Darwin, I have to come by your house at least by Friday at around 12 noon. I'll come by and get a picture. Friday? You ain't coming by my goddamn house no Friday. You gonna lie. I'll be coming over here to try to get my picture. I got plenty of goddamn pictures in my house to put on the funeral program. I'm not taking no picture. That means I'm claiming to be dead. I'm not dead. That's some old bad little got there. I don't know who the you work for, Frank. But you, you got that. I work. I work for FPC, sir. I work for FPC. FCC, my. You ain't not taking no picture of me. Don't come over here Friday 
talking about no guy pistol. Okay, you better bring your guy pistol, and you and I hope they got your guy picture on file. But that's a stupid guy company you work for. I ain't never heard of nobody taking no picture before they die. I got millions of pictures in here for that program. And when I'm gone, what the I care about what a picture look like or who had my guy funeral. This will make it. You tell whoever the you work for, they need to go find another occupation. That don't make no guy sense. You're not coming over here Friday, buddy. You come over here if you want to. Okay, uh, Mr. Darwin. Yes. Are you familiar with, with uh, Glenda? That, that's my wife. What, what the f*** are you about to say now? I w all I want to do is say this, man. I just want to say Glenda the one that got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? I'll be a <laughs> Oh, boy, you had a lost your head. I ain't never heard of no business like this. Some FPC funeral picture taking Well, man, I said my New Year's resolution. I was going to cut back on drinking, but you got me over here about to tip a bottle right now. Boy, nephew, you crazy. Oh, you crazy, man. Hey, come over here today about four and get a picture of Glenda. You come take a picture. Y'all got me, baby. You got me, I baby. Got you, man. You got hey, oh, man. I ain't never heard of no <laughs> company like that. Hey, your wife put me up to it, man. You go. I tell you what. You tune in tomorrow morning, man. You gonna catch yourself on national radio. Hey, I'm gonna tell everybody. Boy, they had me hot over here. I'm gonna don't tell Glenda, but I'm gonna have me a drink anyway. I was looking for an excuse to drink. <laughs> that right there, a funeral picture taken to put on fire. Boy, y'all done y'all done lost a half a mind y'all had with that and that, buddy. <laughs> hey, man, I got to ask you something, man. Darwin, tell me this here, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Wake Up Show, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to get your picture. Matter of oh, fact, Lord. <laughs> okay. you know, when we get off the air today, I'm going to take a picture of all of y'all. I want mine. Okay, yeah. And then, what? And do yeah. what with it? Well, just save them. <laughs> uh -uh. You know what I'm saying? No. And here's the funeral picture that, you know, you pose for. You gonna take mine? Yeah. I'm gonna put a gown on like I'm in the hospital with the back out. <laughs> take, take that picture and use that. I don't wanna see that. I don't wanna see that. All right, nephew, oh, thank you. I'm not taking that one. Thank you so much. Uh, Carla, you said you have baby fever. We talked about that yesterday when you got back I from your do. Bahamas I vacation. Do. I want another baby. Yeah. Okay, well, you're gonna love this story. Con what? Congratulations to 43 year old. I ain't saying nothing. Hold on one second. I ain't saying nothing, Carla. Uh-huh. But, but you crazy. But you are, though, <laughs> even with saying that. I do. Now, now, my husband told me we can get another dog, <laughs> get a puppy or something like that. <laughs> but I do. I do. I got baby fever. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, 43-year-old, uh, um, you know, Eva Longoria, uh, yes. she just gave birth to her first child. So congratulations to her. It was mm -hmm. a baby boy. She and her husband announced their good news on Spanish-language social media. Their son is Santiago Enrique Baston. He weighed almost seven pounds. Uh, Eva wrote, we are so grateful for this blessing. And um, upcoming Celebrity Baby Watch, of course, is uh, Cardi B coming up next. Uh, she is due real soon. I think mm -hmm. next month or something. she been yeah. baby move. Yeah. <laughs> so coming up at the top of the hour, some celebrities who work with Fox Entertainment are disgusted with Fox News. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
So, guys, celebrities who work with Fox Entertainment are voicing their disgust at working under the same umbrella as Fox News. Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane, uh, it's it's business like this that uh, makes me embarrassed to work for this company. That's what he said. Also, Mm -hmm. Steve Levitin, creator of Modern Family, tweeted, let me officially join Seth MacFarlane in uh, saying I'm disgusted to work at a company that has anything whatsoever to do with Fox News. This bull blank is <laughs> the opposite of what Modern <laughs> Family stands for. I knew you'd like that, Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the exact opposite of what Modern Family stands for. He later said he would leave 21st Century Fox after his show ends. Also, Trump's former campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, was a guest on Fox News Tuesday afternoon along with Zach Pincanis, a former senior DNC advisor. Uh, the two got into a very heated argument after uh, Lewandowski dropped the womp-womp bomb mm-hmm. about uh, the disabled immigrant child being separated from her mom and sent to a detention facility. Take a listen to this. I mean, look, I, I read today about a 10-year-old uh, girl with Down syndrome who was taken from her mother and put in a cage. Wah, I wah. read about a, a, did you say want-want to a 10-year-old with Down syndrome what being I taken from her mother? What I said is you can pick anything How you dare want you? Out, but the bottom How line is very dare clear. dare you? When you absolutely dare you, sir? You How have dare given you? up the we rights of this country. Being taken from Look, their we mothers. are a country with we borders. We are a country of laws. Stolen from and their when mothers you and put into to cages. Cross this country okay. and, and illegally, your parents so understand this. this. Is just they understand exactly. something Nobody can hear when you both talk. So when you cross the border How illegally, you, sir? when you How commit a crime, you are taken away from she your family. She has Down syndrome and she was taken from her mother. You go to any country in the world. Wow. That's pretty low, man. You know what I mean? That's pretty low. That's ignorant on so many levels. Yeah, it is. You know, if a comedian did that, boy, dog, out of business, out of business. You're you're done. Dog, Kathy Griffin is out of work right now Mm -hmm. because she had a chopped off version of Donald Trump's head. Mm -hmm. Now, was it out of line? Of course it was. Mm -hmm. Of course it was. But she out of work. But hold up, man. You're you're a politician. Yeah. Yeah. Used to yeah, run his campaign. campaign. Used to run his campaign. Yeah. Why? 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 He said, "Wait a minute, sir. Are you why? 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 A child with Down syndrome? How dare?" And he was. He was yeah. See, yeah. see, that's political anger. How dare you, sir? <laughs> see, that ain't hood anger. <laughs> hood anger come with something. See, I want to. You know what, man? I'm gonna say something right now. I thank God. I really do, man. I really do thank God. And this is not a joke. I thank God for raising me the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. I thank God that I, that I can recognize levels. Hood anger ain't always best, but it's damn sure helpful yeah. at times. Yeah, because yeah. oh, it could have easily been MF. What? No, it could have <laughs> yeah. been an asshole. Actually, it yeah. could have been an asshole. Wait a minute, man. On TV. Yeah, what the <laughs> f you say? Yeah, dog. I mean, seriously, because you're sitting there trying to work it out in his head, but you're going. Wait a minute, man. <laughs> that's, that's the great. hell did you just say? Yeah, we broke the yeah. rules. Yeah, you did. Dog. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold up, man. The F wrong with you? See, yeah. all that would have been in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Under the circumstances, these, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's why these celebrities yeah. are outraged at Fox News. And but how could you be? Yeah, you're right. And how could you be so cold and heartless? How? Oh, hey, let me ask you. These kids are separated from their folks, from their parents. If you come Babies. over here illegally and you cross the wall, you lose all your rights. What? Yeah. All right. It, it's time to uh, get caught up on more of today's national news. Steve, please introduce Miss Ann. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. 
Thanks, Steve. Shirley, everybody out there, this is Antrip with the News and Good Morning. Well, we'll see if he changes his mind again. But as of yesterday afternoon, President Trump has rescinded his administration's policy of separating illegal adult immigrants from their children. And he did it by executive order, the very thing he claimed for weeks that he didn't have the power to do. Anybody with a heart would feel very strongly about it. We don't like to see families separated. At the same time, we don't want people coming into our country illegally. This takes care of the problem. However, Trump also makes it clear that his zero tolerance of pursuing those coming into the U.S. illegally is going to continue, except that now he says families will be detained together. Trump's family separation policy had drawn not only bipartisan criticism in this country, but also international condemnation. Even he got a condemnation from members of his conservative Christian base. Also, several airlines, United, Frontier, and American, had asked the White House not to use their planes to transport any uh, separated migrant children. In fact, American Airlines asked, issued a statement yesterday saying it did not wish to profit from the separation of families. State attorneys generals in New York and Massachusetts say they're suing the Trump administration over a plan to expand a form of health insurance that critics say has been rife with corruption. The Trump Labor Department issued a rule this week opening health insurance markets to association health plans. Those allow businesses to band together for workers' insurance. However, critics say that millions of people could eventually shift to these and these plans uh, instead of the Affordable Care Act, and most would receive less coverage and have fewer safeguards when medical costs are not reimbursed. This suit comes as Trump continues to chip away, of course, at Obamacare. Looks like the rate of teenagers who are sexually active is on the way down. According to the latest uh, youth risk behavior survey from the Centers for Disease Control, high schoolers uh, were having sex at declining rates last year and using condoms less also. As for drug use, the data shows that over the last 10 years, use of illicit drugs like cocaine and heroin is down considerably by the young, while 14 percent of high schoolers admit misusing prescription opioids. We know that's a big problem in this country. By the way, an elementary school in Richmond, Virginia, has changed its name to Barack Obama Elementary. That was a six to one vote. The school board deciding to rename the school since up till now it's been named after a Confederate general, J.E.B. Stewart. Richmond was the capital, you may remember, of the Confederacy during the Civil War. And finally, it's here. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. It's summertime. Back with more entertainment today's trending topics. 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, in sports news, uh, well, Tommy, um, here's a running race story uh, just for you. Uh, former NFL star Terrell How can Owens. You have the race stories, go ahead. <laughs> Terrell Owens, or Terrell Owens, I should say, may have uh, last played in an NFL game and uh, back in 2010, but uh, he's 44 years old. He appears to be faster now than he was when he was drafted back in 1996. That's a gladiator. Wow. Did you see him run a blazing 4-3 in the 40-yard dash? Did you see him? How old is T.O.? He's 44. You You talked to the wrong person. Ask me. He's never ran a 4-3. Go ahead. (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) Hold up. Ask me the question again. I just said, did you see Terrell when he ran a 4-3 in the 40-yard dash? Did you see that? Terrell just ran a 4-3? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, and he's 44, Steve. Oh, dog, he got a motor on him. Now, but what'd you ask Tommy for? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I said, I don't know why I'm in that. 
The history of our show, Tommy was the runner, is the runner. That's why. Key word was, Uh Tommy's been dethroned. The runner on this show's name is Kill Spates, a.k.a. Junior. Junior still ain't no damn runner to me, but go ahead. Well, dog, I tell you what. I know what a 4-3 feel like better than you do. That's all I'm saying. Why is we talking to you? Well, do I hear a rematch? Runner. Okay. Ain't ran no 4-3. Ooh. You. Dog. Well, we know who Man. ain't. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man. All right. Uh, Terrell's Terrell a, ran a 4-3. Yeah. His official time in the 40 at the NFL Combine 22 years ago was 4.65. Is that how you say that, Steve? 4, 4.65. Earlier this uh-huh. month, before he announced that he wouldn't be attending the NFL Hall of Fame ceremony, even though he is a member of the 2018 class, Which he was is a mistake. Yeah, why? Why isn't he gonna? I was wondering about this. Why well, isn't he, he should go to try it's... out for a team? I think. Oh, oh yeah, because oh. he's trying to try out for the 49ers. That's what it is. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, but... so that that's okay. Okay, cool. Because yeah. you got to take care of business ahead, and you still gonna get inducted. But it's one of the greatest honors of a football player's entire career. Yeah. He ran a 4-3 at 44. He ran a 4-3 at 44? Yeah, he's 40. Yes. <laughs> and you know what, Steve? It seems like you guys at this story, I was watching the video, it seems like they had two two people timing him. Julio Jones from the Atlanta Falcons timed him at 4.3, and then someone else timed him at 4.4. Uh-huh. So, That's still you know, moving. Could, yeah. 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 Still moving. Yeah. For a wide receiver, 4-3. Yeah, 44 years old. Mm-hmm. Amazing. If you got a running back running a 4-3, you got anybody running 4-3s, mm-hmm. they, they real excited. So then the 49ers, he has a chance of playing again then is what you're saying. Perhaps. Who don't want a 4-3 on the team? Exactly. You got to have a good attitude. Man. All right. Uh, coming up uh, next in about 10 <laughs> minutes at 34 after, we're going to do another uh, version of Ask Steve, Okay. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, the crew is going to ask you some random questions again. You know how we do it, and you love this section. It's segment. It's called Time uh, to Ask Steve. Okay, you ready? All right, now here I am. All right, here's the first question. What is absolutely hilarious as long as it's not happening to you? That's what I want to know. Anybody falling down steps. <laughs> people are falling down steps. All they be looks, they look surprised. <laughs> and they be trying to stop the fall. But every time they get ready to stop something, they already flipping, so that's gone. <laughs> So it's just a series of uh-huh. attempted stops that never work till you get to the bottom of them damn steps. Never know That's what's going to come out of your mouth. I know. Yeah, falling got- down. Other people falling down okay. steps. Before. Come on, nephew. You got one. What's the most unethical thing you ever been asked to do by a coworker? Oh, good one. Oh, hell. Yeah. Can you say? Yeah. Yeah, Is it careful? Careful. And the the sad thing is they always came to me with these ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Because even if I didn't do it, I always gave them a better way to do it. Uh, So the most unethical thing was this dude at Ford Motor Company, mm -hmm. who I can't say his name because he's still living. We were making engines in the engine plant number two at Brook Park. This dude had come up with an idea where he was going forklift a finished motor. We was making 405s, 450s. He was going forklift two engines at a time to the back door. 
He wanted me to drive my forklift around, pick it up, and put it on back of this flatbed bed, but it wasn't a Ford flatbed. He would had rented a flatbed. He was going to load them up, and then he was going to take them back and sell them. Oh, he getting the motors. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so oh. he was taking motors out yeah. the back door free. Dang. Yeah. Whole brand new motors just made. <laughs> I said, dog, you can't do that. Well, why not? I said, because, bro, somebody going to see you. Mm-hmm. How? I said, first of all, with their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you, how you ain't thought this one through a little bit better. I said, bro, secondly, the whole parking lot got cameras on it. But yeah, if they don't know where the truck come from. But dog, somebody got to drive the truck off. They got cameras back here. Bruh, that's why we gonna wear hoods. See, stop saying we. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this ain't gonna work, dog. And I'm not doing it. Oh, man, so you gonna punk out on me just like that? I said, dog, you just came to me with this. This ain't a good idea, man. Mm. Bruh, I tried, I begged that brother. I said, man, look, you're not gonna be able to get away with this. Mm. What happened? He got them trucks up on there and drove them damn engines right off. Did he get caught ever? Two weeks later, they let him <laughs> load it up again. Oh, he went back and tried oh, it again. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they had just had that. One of the cameras had malfunctioned. Two weeks later, he said, I told you, love. Two weeks later, he loaded that truck up. He got to the gate. It was eight police cars. Woo! Yeah, they idiots. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's a good one. Come on, Junior. God, <laughs> All right. Well, look here, uh. What is something that you absolutely care nothing about at all? Just you don't even care, just at all. Yeah. I love probably skydiving. That's up there. That's right. That's that's so damn close to the top of the list. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about at all, not even remotely. Right. <laughs> it don't it it don't look like now moment of that would be enjoyable for me. <laughs> Carla, you have a quick one. I know you do. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. What do you miss the most about your younger self? Oh, good question. The lack uh-huh. of responsibility. Yes, sir. I didn't have no damn kids. <laughs> I didn't have no damn ex-wife. Oh, I didn't have no credit. <laughs> I didn't have a damn car. Oh, to be a kid again, right? Oh, wasn't nobody looking for me. All I had to do was hustle them pop balls and turn them in down at Moore's Delicatessen, two cent a piece. Wow. Give me a hostess cherry pie and an RC Cola. I was all right, man. Every Good now and living. then I go to Daring's and buy me a chicken dinner for a dollar five. Up next. I didn't even know who Uncle Sam was. <laughs> Up next, it is the nephew. He has a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter, uh, subject, my husband's ex is so disrespectful. Uh, but right now, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call. You ready? What you got, King of Pranks? Wet robe. Oh, Lord. Wet robe. <laughs> you said it, but we all got wet. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Wet what road. Happened? Hey, I did it right there. He spit. Sure did. I, right there. I ain't Do it again. Take your no, time. No, 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 no. Run that back, what I just said. Can they run that back? No. Uh-uh. We don't have it recorded. <laughs> Let's go. What'd you say? Wet road. Whoa. There you go. <laughs> Showers, anyone? Run the prank. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Miss uh, Sister Tanya. Sister Tanya. Uh-huh. This she? Who's this? Hi, Sister Tanya. This is uh, uh, Brian 
I'm, I'm uh, representing the youth, and I, of course, you know, we're already having the uh, the fundraiser on Saturday. And I would like to know: Are you going to be um, Are you going to be available to come out on Saturday? Because we got pretty much most of the most of the choir. You're in the choir, correct? Uh yeah. I never heard of anything about anything on Saturday, though. Well, we got most of the choir members coming out on Saturday. And we'd like to know if, if you're going to be available on Saturday to come out and participate in the fundraiser for the children that's going on their vacation next year. Oh, you said all the other choir members? I never heard anything from the other Yeah, choir most, uh, all of the choir members. We probably have about 95% of the choir members coming out. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm free on Saturday. Okay, now we're doing from 5 to 7 on Saturday. So are you available 5 p.m. to 7 p.m.? It's only two hours. Yeah, what you say your name was? Brian, I'm sorry. My, 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 they, they call me Brian. Brian, they call me B.A. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Did I meet you at the church? Uh, I, I, well, I just joined about three weeks ago, and they've already given me an assignment. So I, I, I majored in marketing in school. So they're trying to get me to, to, to take care of the uh, children and their vacation that's coming up. So we put together some things, a great fundraiser. And, you know, the choir members have been very receptive. You were the last one for me to call, and, and I wanted to make sure you were on board with us. Oh, okay, yeah, I just never heard about this, so. But, uh, right, right. Now, are you able to bring your choir robe on, on Saturday? Uh, yeah, are we sing, we singing a song? What song did you need us to um to sing? Did you tell the pastor about this? No, 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 you guys are not actually going to be singing a song. Uh, what it is is that we're, we're having a... Uh, uh, and I'm glad. I'm so glad that you're 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 ready to participate in what we're doing. So I want to first of all say thank you. First and foremost, I want to say thank you. Okay. All right. So what is all it right? That we need and and all of the choir members. I'm sorry. What is it that we need the robes for? I can bring my robe. I just the robe. What, what's going to happen is you guys aren't singing a song, but we're having a wet robe uh, uh, contest. A what now? A wet robe contest. You talking about like a, a wet T-shirt contest type of thing? Well, it, it's, it's not a T-shirt; it's a robe. So you don't have a a T-shirt on. What what uh, we need you to no, do is we need no, you to no, come. No, 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 not in the church. You talking about the whole choir that they're gonna do a a a, a a wet robe contest? You said a wet robe right. contest. I heard of a um, a wet T-shirt contest. That's not that's not the same thing though, right? Well, no, it's a little bit different. What it is, you don't have a T-shirt on. You actually have your, your, your choir robe on, and you don't have anything on, uh, underneath it. You don't wear any clothes underneath it. What we do is we we're going to wet all, of, all of the ladies. Listen to me. We're going to let all, wet all of the ladies down, and the sexiest one oh. that's uh, wet no, with no, their no, robe no, 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 on no. is going to win $500, and half of the money is going to go to the children's vacation. Uh, Hello? You talking about a, a wet t-shirt contest in the church? No, I'm talking about a wet robe contest at the church. Oh, no, I'm not going to uh, get in there and, 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 and be naked under a it's robe. Gonna be, it's going to be It's going to be out. It's going to be you out. You're talking about being naked under a robe? We need you to be completely naked under your robe. You and we're going to wet everybody robe? down with a water hose. And the finest one is going to be able to uh, to win $500 and 250 of that. Half of that money is going to go to the children's vacation. Uh, hold on, hold on. What did you say your name was again? My name, my name is Brian. Brian, how long have you been a member of this church? Because I don't ever remember meeting you. Okay, I've, I've, I've been a member for about three weeks now. Like I said, since I was, 
I majored in marketing. They they actually threw me into. In no way. Uh, after three weeks, are they gonna put you in charge of something? I don't understand why there's a problem with you trying to pitch well, in and help out the children. Because I don't even why know who you, you are. Why can't you help out the children? They're trying, they're trying to create. They, they're trying to accomplish Excuse something. And you don't want to help the kids. I want to help the kids, but I'm not going to get up there in no choir robe. I'm doing my best right now not to cuss you out because I'm a woman of God. So you're too good to be naked under your robe. Is that what you're saying? You're too good I'm, to be naked? Look, I don't have to explain myself, but I'm not going to be naked up in no church. Okay, so so you can't do the naked roll con, uh, content. You can't do that for the kids. I know you're not about to tell me what I can and cannot do for no kids. Now, I don't know who gave you my number, but I think you need to figure out who else to call for this, because I'm not going to be a part of this. We called all the other choir members, and they don't have a problem with it. You're the There's only no one way that's you got a problem. All the choir members, what are their names? What other choir members did you call? That would have said that they would have done we, we, some nasty. We call we call sister sister Bridget in the choir. Sister Bridget didn't have a problem with it. Ain't no sister Bridget in the choir. Okay, how about sister Rachel? Sister Rachel no. in the choir was fine with it. Ain't no sister Rachel. Sister Rachel wouldn't be getting naked. Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this something. Look, look, look. You know, I don't know who you, you think you're talking to, but I think you need to get do off you know this phone. Do you know Sister Davida in the choir? Hello? Yes. Do you know Sister Davida in the choir? Yes, I know Sister Davida. Okay. So so if Sister Davida said that uh, Sister Bridget and Sister Rachel didn't have a problem doing it, why do you have a problem doing it? I'm not about to be naked in a church for kids. You're not getting and naked in the church. You're going to be in the back part of the church, and we're going to spray you down with a water hose on your robe. That's what I'm we... not going to be up there. This is disgusting. Well, Tommy said you would do it. Tommy said you didn't have no problem doing it. Who the hell is Tommy? We don't even have a Tommy at the church. You keep making up all these names. Tommy is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's who Tommy is. Hello? Yes. <laughs> this is Tommy, baby. This is nephew Tommy. How you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not real? This is not it's not real, baby. That Nobody was calling you about doing a wet robe cut. This, you all right? Ooh, I was going to go off on you. You was already going off on me. Vita got me to prank phone call you. Oh, my God. I'm going to get her. <laughs> I was holding my tongue. What you saying? You was about to cuss? I was about to cuss you out, right out. <laughs> hey, baby, I got to ask you. You got to tell me. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Shirley Carla? What? Yes. Can I get y'all in some wet rows? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you. Hold on. I got to put my party oh, out there. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, this nephew throwing a party. This is big for me. This is for my lady. This is for my wife, right? This nephew Tommy along with blazers and bow ties. A night in the city. It's a party celebrating women. This is during the AKA Boo Late. This is uh, 4th of July weekend, Saturday, July 7th, Houston, Texas. Health Museum, 1515 Herman Boulevard. I got the buffet for you. I got the band for you. I got everything. I got, I got. I got the DJ for you, and I got an open bar for you. So get your tickets at eventbrite.com. Eventbrite.com. So, Tommy, if I come down there, I got an open bar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can drink all I want? Drink and eat all you want. Uh. How much is the ticket? $40, huh?
and an open bar with forty dollars. Come on, Unk. come on. Ooh, that sound good. <laughs> yeah. I don't even drink. <laughs> Is he gonna make any money though? I'll make a little bit. Coming up next, it's today's Strawberry Letter subject. My husband's ex is so disrespectful. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on sex, on parenting, on work, and more, whatever you need, we're here for you. Submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Right, Steve? Tell them. Yeah, and if you don't want to, then you don't have to. <laughs> Thanks for those words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just try to be there for yeah, you. Yeah, you, you are. I love that. <laughs> just like we're here for them. We could mm-hmm. be reading your letter live. Go or ahead. not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, nephew. Thank you. Subject, my husband's ex is so disrespectful. Ooh. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been together for 13 years, and we've been married for five years. Before we got married, we broke up for about a year, and during that time, we dated other people. We got back together in 2010, and we swore that we cut ties with anyone from our past. I moved in with him, and we got married. Not long after our wedding, I found out that my husband was still communicating with an ex-girlfriend. This woman had the nerve to call our house and ask for him. I had words with her, and she ended up hanging up on me. It's been many years since that happened, but I figured my husband was still talking to her occasionally. I saw some interaction with them on social media, so I decided to call her and let her know that she needs to stop talking to my husband. She said that my husband was a good friend to her, but she would stop communicating with him if it would make me feel better. She also said that if I want my marriage to work, I need to stay out of my husband's business. I was hot. Then she told me that she hoped I found a new job since I had just been laid off. Oh, needless to say, I cursed her out and then hung up on her. Apparently, my husband tells this woman all of our business. I could not wait for him to get home so I could curse him out too. But get this, he came home and he was furious with me. She had called him and told him everything. My husband told me not to ever call her again, and he said that I cannot control who he's friends with. I I was dumbfounded. Is he crazy? Shirley, I I just have one question for you. Is my marriage over? Well, I'll say this. No, it's not over uh, until it's over. But uh, it is on life support right now. It definitely is. Your marriage is in a whole lot of trouble because your husband uh, has decided to bring another woman into the sanctity of your marriage, okay? Uh, This is why it's a problem a lot of times to have friends of the opposite sex when you're married because lines are crossed. There are no boundaries sometimes. Listen, your husband is wrong. He is wrong for telling her your business. He shouldn't have done that. That should have been between husband and wife. And and by the way, uh, by the way she's acting, he's probably doing more than just talking to her, if you get what I mean, okay? She's bold, she's empowered, she's disrespectful to you. Uh, She's disrespectful to the marriage. Uh, Your husband is on her side. He's choosing sides here because he's mad at you. His wife, 
for calling her. Uh, I, I think he's putting her before you, and you know you're not supposed to do that. So is it over? Uh, it's hanging on by a thread. Uh, I don't know what you can do necessarily to get it back as long as this other woman is in the picture. Steve? Oh, it's too much to say in this letter. <laughs> this is just too much. First of all, you all broke up, been dating 13 years. And you broke up, you've been married for five, but you broke up a year and a half during that time and y'all dated some other people. Y'all got back together and y'all swore to cut ties with any exes. Uh, then you find out that your husband's still communicating with his ex-girlfriend. This woman had the nerve to call y'all's house and ask for him. Mm. God, dog. Mm. God, dog. <laughs> God, dog. We love that. We I don't know that. what he was doing when he got that call from you that said Belinda on the phone. Ooh, Ooh. not Belinda. That she sounded like some Belinda. This a Belinda that'll do this here. Always trouble Belinda's, huh? Belinda, always. <laughs> Find out my husband still communicating with his ex-girlfriend. She ended up asked her house. I had words with her, and then she hung up on you. Been a whole lot of years since that happened, but then you got to thinking that your husband was still talking with her occasionally. And then you saw some interaction between them on social media. So I decided to call her. You call her mm-hmm. to let her know she need to stop talking to your husband. First of all, that ain't the first call you should have made. Uh-uh. She didn't walk down the aisle with you. She ain't said no vows to you. She made no vows to you. She ain't promised to cleave all others and hang only unto you. So what you call this woman for? You you stuck. You, a, a lot of things you're doing is out of order. You shouldn't have called that woman. Your, your job is your man. If your man was to do what he was supposed to do, you wouldn't have to call her. So that was the first mistake. She said that your husband, then now she telling you stuff about your husband, was a good friend to her, but she would stop communicating with him. It'll make you feel better. You know, good in the hell well, this heifer don't care how you feel. Uh-uh. So this was, wasn't it? Am I right, Shirley? You're right, baby. You're right. So now she tripping. <laughs> she throwing stuff in there. I'll stop talking to him uh-huh. if it'll make you feel better. <laughs> but let me tell you something, though, sweetie. Yeah. If you want your marriage to work, you need to stay out your husband's business. The counselor? What? <laughs> right. Who are you talking to? Wait a minute. For what? <laughs> you need to stay out your husband's business if you want your marriage to work. So now what she doing now is she finally say a series of things to you to show you her level of relationship exactly. she got with your husband. Exactly. Oh, this was stank what she did. So then she said, you need to stay out your husband's business. Then you was hot. Then when she got you hot, then she said, well, let me heat her ass up for real. Mm -hmm. Then she told you that she hoped you would find a new job since you just got laid off. You know, Heffa, you ain't working. You ain't working. I'm trying to show you how close of friends we are. Because I already know. I hope you find some work since you've been laid off. Because he told me that too. Needless to say, I cussed her out. Okay, cool. Then hung up on her. Then, now, here's the conclusion you done came to. This does her damn moment you have. Apparently, my husband tells this woman all our business. You think? (laughs) I could not wait for him to get home so I could cuss him out, too. But get this. He came home. He was furious with me. 
because she had already called him and told him everything. Wow. This I- girl setting you up, and I'm going to tell you what really happened after this. We'll be back. Not after. After this. We'll be back with Steve's response, part two. Coming up today's strawberry letter is uh, My husband's ex is so disrespectful. I will be back at 23 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on now. What is it after this? After this. Okay, Uh, here it is. (laughs) Let's get on part two of your response. If I get off his phone, <laughs> I'm whipping your ass. Yeah, nobody never yes. said after. It's after. Oh, okay. That's it. My husband's ex is so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's her that's disrespectful more so it is than it's your husband. Mm-hmm. You done found out he communicating with his ex girlfriend. The woman had nerve to call your house and ask for him. You had words with her. She hung up on you. Been a whole lot of years passed since then, but you kind of thought they were still talking, so you went on social media, you found out they've been communicating. So instead of calling your husband, you did what the dumb thing to do was, you called her first. See, once you call the woman first, you give your husband heads up. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the source first. So you call her and you let her know she needs to stop talking to your husband. She told me that your husband was a good friend to her. Then she started stinging your ass. But I'll stop communicating with him if it'll make you feel better. But before you hang up, though, that's so you know, wrong. I hope you find a new job <laughs> since you just got laid off. That hurt. That that's hurt. a stanger right she there. You got her right that's there. Mm-hmm. Sure hope you find a new job because mm-hmm. he just told me that, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's stanging her ass. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. now she hot. She yeah. cussed her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then hung up on her. Then she had to do her moment, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Apparently, my husband tells this woman everything. I could not wait for him to get home so I could cuss him out too. But hold up though, Shirley, get this. Mm -hmm. He came home, he was furious with me. She had called him and told him everything. (laughs) This woman is playing you like a drum. She just beating on you because she know how to float your boat. Mm-hmm. Since you done called her and cussed out, she going to call your husband. Your, your wife just called me and cussed me out. What? Now, when you couldn't wait on to cuss him out, he come in the house, he mad at you for cussing her out. His girl. You don't cuss her out. Right. Oh, my God. That's crazy. My I- husband told me don't ever call her again. And then he told her, you can't control who the hell I'm friends with. Leave my number two. Man. Woo. I was it's dumbfounded. Over. Is he crazy? <laughs> <laughs> the question is, are you crazy? Yeah. Because he done told you, you better not call her again. Because I'm protecting her. He put her before you. Well, do, she my friend. You don't call her. And you don't control who I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. Shirley, I had one. Now, nah, this goes straight to Shirley. <laughs> Shirley, I have one question for you. Is my marriage over? What you asking Shirley for? <laughs> what you want Shirley to tell you? You got to ask. Hello. <laughs> you tell me. I ain't saying your marriage is over, but let me tell you what is over. Your days of telling him what to do, them over. Mm-hmm. Your days of honoring your wishes, them over. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. The days of getting what you want from a marriage, that's over. Yep. The fact that does he put you in front of everybody else? That's over. Done. You know what I'm saying? 
I like your days nah. talking Hello. to her. So. And then, you know, you can't call her no more. That's <laughs> over because he so told you not to do not. that no more. <laughs> Bet to not. <laughs> All we learned in this letter, you need to hear him find your ass a job. <laughs> That's all we done come away with this damn life. That you're unemployed. Yeah. This the only thing in here that I see that's 100% for sure. That your ass needs to go get a job. Because now you sitting around the house, you got all damn day to worry about this. Yeah. That's why you're at people. work and they still talking. Mm-hmm. My husband's wow. ex is disrespectful. I'm not, I don't think it's the ex. See, your ex can't say none of the stuff to you that she didn't get from him. Right. Rule number one, you cannot discuss your private business with your side piece. Uh Uh-oh. Because your side piece now has information to give back to your main thing. And if you don't think they're going to feed it back to them soon as they can, you dead wrong. That's right. Because she wants to feel, you know, like she's got something on you, you know. No, she, she wants you. Yeah, she wants you to know she got yeah, something on you. Right. She may not have your man. But oh, she, you might have a man, but he really won't. But she, yeah, but she's got him in some ways. But you ain't gonna be able to keep him though, and you know why? Because you need to stay out of his business. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what his side yeah. piece said. Yeah. 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 She told and I'll you. I tell you something else too. If you don't hear him find a damn job, <laughs> <laughs> he likes his women working. Mm-hmm. That's why he called you me. Because you know I'm working. I'm working. She laying up at home. I'm working, and I don't stay off in his business. I let him, as a man, do what he wants to do. I let him come home to you, don't I? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh man. And if he tell me he got to, he got to make a showing at the house. I don't trip. Because I know he's coming back. The deuce has spoken. Man, the deuce. The deuce. Tell me, why are you all perked up? You smiling and everything? You love this letter. They get to talking about the deuce. (laughs) I can't do nothing but shake my head. Good God almighty, boy. It's power in the deuce. (laughs) No, it ain't. (laughs) He's so stupid. I can't believe him. He just came back. From his uh, honeymoon vacation or anniversary anniversary, <laughs> anniversary vacation, right. mm-hmm. he keep on. Ain't gonna be too many more. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Yep. So that's all it, lady. This all is right. Marriage over. Yeah. I don't know if the marriage is over, but all yeah. the components is showed you. Yeah. But, but what we know for sure, it's on life support. It is. We know sure. for sure her ass is out of work. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing for sure. We know. That's sad. Take away. And that same woman told us too. <laughs> She's telling everybody your business. That number two show got a lot of first-hand information. Yes, she does. Yes, she, yes, does. Yes, she does. Yes, She's she got does. power. Oh, man. Right, and she has some information you don't have. You need to stay out of his business. <laughs> and you thought you were getting laid off. You just, oh, baby, I got you. Mm-mm. You better hear him find some more work. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Please email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. But you at... ain't got to get no work because he can come over here and eat. <laughs> Our social media is steveharveyfm.com or you can I'll go to feed my girl your Shirley. until you get back on your feet. <laughs> no. Oh, Coming up in about 10 minutes from the you know, talk. We can work together, baby. It is our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
President Trump signed an executive order yesterday to keep families together in response to outrage over his zero tolerance policy, which separated children, migrant children, and their parents at the U.S. border with Mexico. Steve, bring in our girl from the talk. Woo, I know Cheryl has something to say. Go ahead, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey. Let me tell you something what's happening. Steve Harvey wanted to show everybody that's listening. Hey, Cheryl. Good morning. I think morning, the president that caved, baby. Listen. Come on. First of all, I'm so proud of our country on this immigration thing. Like I said before, I'm going to say it again. We need to have zero tolerance on the zero tolerance policy. We should not right. be fuddies. And don't let them pit brown people against black people. Mm-hmm. Am I right, brothers and That's sisters? That's right. That's Amen. right. Amen. And when the Republicans stand up with Democrats, with right-thinking people and say, this is wrong. You don't suffer people. And stop lying. Talking about this a law. Ain't no law. President Obama didn't do this. Don't try to blame him on this. And they are. This is all Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. <laughs> and what is it? Donald J. Trump. That's both of them. When your own wife go against you, Melania said, this is <laughs> And you know how she got in here. So I ain't going to say no shade to her because she on our side right now. When five <laughs> former first ladies say you wrong for this, when the country say you wrong for this, you're wrong. And I'm going to tell you why. I, I, executive order my behind. What you need to do, pass the laws, get immigration straight. And the last thing we need to do, we need to really talk about this as what it is. Racism. Mm. When you're talking about mm. who can come where, it's racism. Why? We wasn't the first people here, neither was the Europeans. It was already some people here. They had walked over from Alaska Hello. all the way down mm-hmm. from Russia. This was other people's house. Matter of fact, ain't none of this nobody's. This all belong to God. Hmm. All right. That's what it really is. Deep with it, girl. See, when the Indians talk, they say the great father put all this down here for our enjoyment. Then a man, uh, and, I'm, and no shade to white people, because I know a lot of white people listen to Steve Harvey, and they got a lot of sense. So I'm just saying this for historical purposes. What happens is they put something down on paper. Then they force you to make your mark upon it to say you agree with something. So you agree that they get to take your land. You did it to the Chinese people. You made laws so they couldn't come here. But really, you was against your own people when you made laws about the Irish people, when you made laws about the Italian people, you made laws about the Jewish people, you made laws about the black people. But all these people going to come together to help our brown brothers and sisters. So I need us to lawyer up. I need us to get these kids some, uh, some support and foster care and everything because this ain't what America's about. You got a statue over there in New York that say bring us your tired, your hungry, uh, yearning to breathe free. Well, these people is trying to escape the tyranny of their country. They trying to escape the violence of their country. We are not like, if these people were not brown, I bet you they would be passing some kind of law. And then last but not least, don't forget this when it's time to vote in the midterm election. And don't forget this when we decide who we're going to put in the White House, somebody that got some sense and not making it up as they go along. Today, I'm standing with our brown brothers and sisters. And I'm going to say this, the people united can never be defeated. And right now, we stand with the brown brothers and sisters on our southern borders because all illegal immigrants are not Latin, they're not all brown, but they show getting the blame for everything. I'm out Steve Harvey, but I'm tired of this mess. I'm about to cuss caller. Get your dump button wet, because this is wrong right here. This yes, is wrong what they're doing. Sure. Them little children. Underwood. And you don't make no place where you fence people in, and, and you don't make no place. Look, we're talking about this on Juneteenth week. Juneteenth week. 
Mm-hmm. When the trumpet sounded, emancipation was in 1863. But if you lived in Kansas, Texas, or Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you didn't hear it tell June 10th, That's June right. 19th, 1865. 1865. That means you had two more years of free labor. Yeah, so right. we know the shenanigans that you do with laws. And we ain't going to stand for it. And we're not going to forget this. And we're going to be ready. If you don't side with what's right, we will vote your butt right up out of office. Are you with me, brothers and sisters? I'm with you, yes, girl. girl. And listen to me. I had to quote the Osley brothers when they what? said, "Them fight the power." Oh yeah. <laughs> Ronald Osley say he don't want no bullshit going, going down. down. That's yeah. right. Fight the power, baby. Fight the power. Both of them, public enemy and the Osley brothers. <laughs> hey, let me say something. Say uh, something, Steve. I was watching CNN mm-hmm. and they were interviewing Trump voters about this whole policy of separating family. Mm-hmm. You you are stunned, man. I am stunned. These are all Trump supporters. And not all of them, but a huge part of them was, you know, I love children too, but it's the law. And we should let our politicians decide yeah, that, that for us. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here and I'm looking at people who are so damn stupid. You, because you belong to a certain party right. doesn't mean you have to agree or stop thinking. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's Look, right. man, Hillary Clinton, I voted for her. Mm-hmm. But did, mm-hmm. did she do some ignorant mess? Oh, let me point it out. Mm-hmm. First of all, to go to the place that I was born in McDowell County, West Virginia, who has always been cold counties mm-hmm. and say, listen, there's going to be a lot of coal miners going to lose jobs. Because we're going to stop tearing up this earth. Okay, hold on. That was the wrong thing. Say what? Say what? Say what? You thought that you could run off making a statement instead of bringing jobs to America. You thought the statement of we going to, a lot of coal miners going to lose jobs. Now, even though Trump lied Mm -hmm. and said he's bringing coal back, which Mm -hmm. you can't. That's right. That sounds a lot more promising than a lot of coal miners going to lose jobs. Mm-hmm. That was a huge mistake. That's right. Mm-hmm. So at no point do I stop thinking just because I'm a liberal Democrat. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, no, but you can't just be over there listening to this man and agreeing with everything he said. That's saying. right. That's damn stupid. That's Inhumane. Stupid. That's mm-hmm. right. If they would, yeah, just is. imagine this. If they came to take your baby, right. not on, where Steve. we at. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right, Steve. But you All know, right, but for go. one minute, you can't even sit there and put yourself in somebody's position. That's right. And why they're coming here is to seek asylum. That's yes, right. Yes, because That's the conditions right. in their country That's is right. horrendous. They're not packing drugs they're on them. Stealing, These no. ain't drug mules. They're running from the drug oh, law. Yeah, That's, That's right. what they're doing. That's right. Yeah, all right. We got to get out of here. We're supposed to be the beacon of freedom. Yeah. All right, great conversation we're having, guys. Uh, we got to take a short break right here. We'll have more of this conversation when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, This conversation was hot right here. When we left you, we were talking about uh, the illegal immigration situation and what President Trump is not doing about it. Uh, Cheryl Underwood uh, stayed over so we can finish our conversation about this, Steve. All of this talk about flooding the borders and coming across, Mm -hmm. this only applies to people who come from south. Right. Mm-hmm. So it got nothing to do with everybody come out the east. Because huh. I hate to remind yes. these these loving country members, all, all, 100% of your forefathers Speak. came here. Speak. Mm-hmm. 
without passports, Speak. just on ships from Italy, That's Poland, right. mm-hmm. Greece, That's right. came on over. France. That's right. London. All, That's right. all y'all. Everybody mm-hmm. came from somewhere else. African Americans, guess what? And after y'all came here, guess what? We came here. Free. We was over here. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden, it's just yours. That's right. right. Exactly. All of a exactly. sudden, it's just yours. It's just yeah. your place. That's yeah. right. And you determine who come now. But now, because the color of their skin is different. Right. Yep. And they coming from the South. Yes. With your hypocritical ass. That's right. As if you don't use these people. The labor. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. Speak on it, Steve. Uh-huh. Go mm-hmm. to Donald Trump's golf courses, and which I have there. been to. Mm-hmm. And they are some of the best golf courses out there. I want you to go just walk up and start trying to have some conversations with who worked there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Steve, what they do is they periodically make laws where they decide no more of you. So when they were using Chinese people to build the railroads and strapping dynamite to them and lower them down on cliffs so they can put these dynamite packs in, then they decided no more of you. When they decide who they don't want any more of, then they change laws as early as Lyndon Baines Johnson, president in the 60s. So what I'm trying to say is, look, we need to be a country that stands against against evil stand against wrong and what's happening right now president trump has unchecked power people are afraid so if you speak against him and i'm in the republican party and when you speak against him so you don't win your election but what happened this week was that the country unified Mm -hmm. and said this was wrong and when white people stand up and go i'm not taking this anymore so i want to applaud the white people that have stood up and you've got to understand what this is about this is about politics and playing to your base and playing to the least this is the least this is not what this country is about we are a beacon of freedom i can't wait i cannot wait for people to get woke up enough about what this really is about and that's racism it's racism and it's bigotry and and i'm gonna say it because i was one of those people that was like well you know people need to come in legally you know because i was in the party and i'm I'm gonna say it to my people i was drinking the kool-aid Mm-hmm. But I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid no more. I'm going to stand on the side of what is right. And when people of color, especially brown brothers and sisters, need our help, it's to stop this and make sure that our legislature stands up. Elijah Cummings, brother, that's my fraternity brother, Phi Beta Sigma, that brother was speaking from his heart. When Kamala Harris stand up, mm-hmm. she is speaking from her heart. And what yep. we got to do as Americans is join together and say this cannot happen because this is not what we are about. This is not what we're about. We're not a totalitarian nation. We're not a nation that say you can't come here. We're not xenophobic. We don't have fear of strangers. strangers. We are right. the greatest nation in the world. And I did not put on a uniform to defend the flag and the constitution for it to be turned into this. Yeah, you were in the military. Well, that's so right. You fought for this country. That's right. And also, that's right. also, I'm all for legal border crossings myself. That's right. Mm-hmm. It would make it easier and safer for everybody. But the problem is we don't have a system in place that handles it in a timely fashion. That's right. Mm -hmm. Being free, what what most people in this country don't understand is that being free Mm -hmm. is urgent. Yes, it is. It's urgent. That's right. It ain't no wait. Right now. Dog, you know, if if you were the one who was in, like Frederick Douglass made an interesting statement mm-hmm. about slavery. Mm-hmm. He said, who amongst you would think that slavery is right for you? That's right. So, when you're oppressed, mm-hmm. 
when you living in stark poverty, mm-hmm. you're running from drug cartels. That's right. And there is no fence, just some dirt. That's right. And I can run this way and escape it. That's Who right. you think ain't coming? Right. Now, are there drugs coming across? Yeah. Should right. we stop that? 100%. How about you stop using but, drugs and then they won't have nobody to sell it to? Mm, How about well, that? Well, Cheryl. How about that? And then what but killed now, me is now you got an opioid crisis. If you stop being right. a customer, mm. then they stop having the supply. Well, mm. see, but now mm. now we're talking about the legalization of marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Because, ahead, see, now. now what we found out now is how our government really thinks. Yes, but right. since we can't beat them, let's join them. That's mm-hmm. right. So Absolutely. now let's find a way to make this legal so That's we can right. tax it. Mm-hmm. That's right. It, it ain't ever, it don't ever get far away from money with this no. country. No. And you can stop thinking well, that it does. That's right. This is not the big moral barometer that we keep laying Speak on the world on that it. we are. Speak because on it, we're not. We're very much Greedy. a morally corrupt country. <laughs> Speak on it. Because if you don't think we are, just look at the actions. Here is a country whose president will turn around mm-hmm. and if you kneel, mm-hmm. skip the fact that you're kneeling for oppression and injustice of people mm-hmm. with police brutality in this right. country. That's not what you're kneeling for. I'm going to turn it into you disrespecting the flag and That's our right. military. Right. That's right. So right. now, those people are sums of So, but then a group of haters in Virginia Mm -hmm. who run over innocent people, Mm -hmm. who protest Jews, gays, blacks, Mm -hmm. and all this here, Mm -hmm. there's fine people on both sides. So let me get this straight. Mm. You are a son of a if you kneel for the flag, mm-hmm. but you a good person if you burn a cross. Mm, yeah. Somebody yeah. help yeah. me understand. Say it. Oh, Steve. Hey, on that right note, now. Steve. What? Somebody help me understand. We got to take Somebody a break. Like, we can come back. When that flag what? get bigger than that cross, yeah. you tell me today you made the decision to make that flag bigger than that cross. Speak on You made that decision your damn Talk, Steve. And we'll be back Not right me. after this. This is a true story about someone who works here with us at the radio company. This woman worked all year, had already been thinking about how she was going to spend her refund check. But when she filed her taxes, she was told that someone had already filed as her and gotten a refund in her name because her identity had been stolen and she didn't know. You need to protect yourself, and that's why you need LifeLock. No one can prevent all identity theft, cybercrime, or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But new LifeLock with Norton detects a wide range of threats to your identity and devices that you may not see on your own. Join now, and for the first year, get an additional 10% off the low starting price of $7.99 a month, plus applicable taxes. Go to LifeLock.com and enter promo code HARVEY. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time. Nephew, introduce her. Let's go. I can't wait. All right, all right, all right. We're going to lighten it up a little bit. Here it is. Reality update. Okay, nephew, here we go. Is Kenya Moore coming back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Shirley, what is going on? What is happening? Did she resign? Did she? What's going on? I don't know if they, I had heard, and we talked about this, you heard about it too, that they let her go, that she got fired. But but according to her post- yeah, Kenya yeah, Moore. Kenya Moore. So of all the housewives, Kenya Moore. Yeah, so just weeks after it was reported that Kenya Moore would not be returning to like the Real that. Housewives of Atlanta, she took to Instagram to further confuse us, yeah. the fans, on whether she's coming back or not. Now, her post, it can be interpreted either 
as a final goodbye message or a message about another TV deal. So after posting, yeah, it it was too much. After posting video clips of Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kenya dropped these facts in caption. No one has ever asked me to be a friend to the show. I am the housewife that has had the highest rated episodes the past three seasons, even last year having missed three episodes. Hashtag fact. Love me or hate me, I may not be the fan favorite, my sister at Candy, talking about Candy mm-hmm. Burris, is well and and is deserved. Well deserved is what she's saying. But thank you for being invested in my life and continuing to contribute to the success of Real Housewives of Atlanta and my success and my career on all levels. Don't worry, hashtag Team Twirl. You'll get to see hashtag Baby Twirl and all that I'm experiencing as a new wife and a new mother to be, one way or oh, another. Yeah, oh yes, yeah, she's she pregnant. is expecting. But Carla, yes, doesn't that Come sound on, like she's gonna be, they asked her to be a friend. You know how yes. they take her off. She's not holding the peach anymore. She's just a right. friend to the house. She just come on every now and then. Yeah, that's what it right. sounds like. No that, more peaches that's, for yeah, you. That's not right. cool. So it we love like Kenya. She kind of got demoted. Yeah. And she's not accepting that. Right. She said a housewife okay. or nothing. Well, so, nothing. Yeah. If I don't see Kenya Mo, I'm not watching. Yeah, we're no not more. watching Andy Cohen. How about okay. that? So that's the hey, question. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. So that's the Should question. Go to lips. Then. Yeah, go to lips. That's by right, Carla. Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to I could give media. less than <laughs> I love Kenya. Well, Key word, Vanna. She's fun to watch. Yeah. She's excited and she's fine. Oh. She's fine. All those girls. Uh, Portia, Kenya, Candy. Portia, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Huh? So I don't even know what they're arguing about. I be going. <laughs> no, I need sure. all my housewives. Oh, I yeah. want them all. Yeah. 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 Candy Cynthia. fine. Can't, yeah. yeah. Cynthia. Oh, man. She's, She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So, who the other Would you guys, what are you thinking? Go go to Lips by Carla and tell me, would you watch if Kenya Moore is not a housewife? I'm scared of Nene. Nene, Nene kind of Oh, I love Nene. I love Nene. And she's going <laughs> through it, too, with her husband, Greg, yeah, right now. Yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's wrong with Greg? Nene revealed last week that Greg has been diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And uh, we are praying for Nene and Greg. Uh, she posted a photo of her husband at MD Anderson Cancer Hospital here in uh, Houston. People know this hospital. It is uh, the best for fighting cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. it's one of the best hospitals in the country, in the world. And uh, Nene posted, we've been so overwhelmed with the outpouring of love, support, and thoughtfulness and prayer. So we're praying for Nene, Greg Leakes, and her family, full yeah. recovery. And Carla, we, this cancer, Greg. We, we t- on behalf of Steve, we uh, did text Nene and tell her that we were praying for right. uh, Greg yes. as well, for her and Greg and the family. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm we trying to find her number. No, I don't even have her number. All right. Well, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, guys, celebrities who work with Fox Entertainment are voicing their disgust at working under the same umbrella as Fox News. Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane, uh, it's it's business like this that uh, makes me embarrassed to work for this company. That's what he said. Also, Steve Levitin, creator of Modern Family, tweeted, let me officially join Seth MacFarlane in uh, saying I'm disgusted to work at a company that has anything whatsoever to do with Fox News. This bull blank is, 
the opposite of what Modern Family stands for. I knew you'd like that, Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the exact opposite of what Modern Family stands for. He later said he would leave 21st Century Fox after his show ends. Also, Trump's former campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, was a guest on Fox News Tuesday afternoon, along with Zach Pincanis, a former senior DNC advisor. Uh, the two got into a very heated argument after uh, Lewandowski dropped the womp womp bomb mm-hmm. about uh, the disabled immigrant child being separated from her mom and sent to a detention facility. Take a listen to this. I mean, look, I, I read today about a 10-year-old uh, girl with Down syndrome who was taken from her mother and put in a cage. Wah, wah. I read about a, a, did you say want want to a 10-year-old with Down syndrome what being I taken said from is her you mother? Can pick anything How you dare want you? Up, but the bottom How line is very dare clear. You? When you cross absolutely the border dare you, illegally, sir. You How have dare given you? Up the we have infants that are being taken from Look, their we mothers. Are we have borders. infants that are being stolen from and their mothers and put into cages. Okay. And, and, and you go walk, 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 understand this. this just they understand exactly. something Nobody can hear when you vote talk. So when wait. you cross the border How illegally, you, sir? when you How commit a crime, you? you are taken away from she your family. She has Down syndrome and she was taken from her mother. You go to any country in the world. Wow. That's pretty low, man. You know what, man? That's pretty low. That's ignorant on so many levels. Yeah, it is. You know, if a comedian did that, boy, dog, out of business. You're done. You're you're done. Dog, Kathy Griffin is out of work right now Mm. because she had a chopped off version of Donald Trump's head. Mm -hmm. Now, was it out of line? Of course it was. Mm -hmm. Of course it was. But she out of work. But hold up, man. You're you're a politician. Yeah. Yeah. Used to yeah, run his campaign. campaign. Used to run his campaign. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. He said, wait a minute, sir. Are you wah, 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 a child with Down syndrome? How dare? And he was. He was yeah. See, was see, that's political anger. How dare you, sir? <laughs> see, that ain't hood anger. <laughs> <laughs> hood ain't going to come with something. See, I want to, you know what, man? I'm going to say something right now. I thank God. I really do, man. I really do thank God. And this is not a joke. I thank God for raising me the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. I thank God that I, that I can recognize levels. Hood anger ain't always best, but it's damn sure helpful at times. Because yeah. Yeah. Oh, it could have easily been MF what? No, it could have <laughs> yeah. been ass whipping, actually. It yeah. could have been ass whipping. Hold on, man. On TV. Yeah, what the F you say? Yeah. Don't. I mean, seriously, because you're sitting there trying to work it out in his head, but you're going... Wait a minute, man. <laughs> that's, that's the great. hell did you just say? Yeah, we broke the yeah. rules. Yeah, you did. Dog, wait a minute. Hold up, man. The F wrong with you. See, yeah. all that would have been in order. Yeah. 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 Under the circumstances, for sure. Yeah. And how could you be so cold and heartless? How? These kids are separated from their folks, from their parents. If you come Babies. over here illegally and you cross the wall, you lose all your rights. What? Yeah. Coming up next, our last break of the day, and you know what that means. Steve Harvey's closing remarks. You don't want to miss him. He's working on them right now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. What an exciting morning it has been today, Steve. And take us home with some uh, closing remarks, please. You know, uh, a lot of people graduate this year uh, from high school, from college, I see the kids everywhere going out enjoying their proms and celebrations. I've seen a lot of photos of caps getting thrown in there and robes and parents standing around crying and great moments for young people. Uh, I want to say something to you young people. I'm often asked, what would I say 
to my 18 or 21-year-old self if I knew the things I know now? I get often asked that question. And because my youngest is turning 21 this month, that's all my kids will now be over 21 years old. I think one of the things that I've tried to impress upon them was two things. Follow your dreams and keep your foot on the gas pedal. Follow your dreams and keep your foot on the gas pedal. You know, so many times young people take this opportunity to graduate, to just start on this party run. And I, I, can't, really, I can't really knock that. You know, you should celebrate the fact that you're finally out of high school, that you're finally out of college. You should have a celebration. But I got news for you. That celebration ought to be brief. That whole summer you talking about doing, a lot of that's going to be wasted, valuable time. And you and it's a funny thing, man. It only takes 30 days to be a form of habit. So if you get into this party mode for the 90 days of summer, you could potentially be developing a habit that you don't need. And so you find yourself not so much taking care of business when September get here because you're still in party mode. I have tried to express upon the young people in my life, keep your foot on the gas pedal. Don't blow your 20s. Your 20s ain't the party time. Your 20s should be part of the grind time. What most people do is what I did. I blew my 20s. I just blew them. Next thing I knew, I was in my 30s, and I spent all of my 30s fixing Everything I was supposed to do when I was 20. And I looked up and I was 40. And all of a sudden I was trying to be in my 40s. Everything that I could have been in my 30s. And then I looked up one day and I was 50. And I was finally putting it together. But Lord have mercy. I looked back. I said, man, I could have had it together. I could have saved myself a lot of time had I just kept my foot on the gas. Stop looking for ways to BS. Stop looking for ways to chill and relax. Find ways to maximize your time and effort to make them count for something. Because your future, I got news for you, is coming. And everything you do today is going to affect those days that's coming called the future. So what you're doing today is going to affect your tomorrow. You can believe that. So if you ain't got your foot on the gas, it's going to show up tomorrow. I promise you it will. It's just the way it works. And the second thing I tell my young people, follow your dreams. Chase them dreams, man. But here's the good news. God is in the make your dream come true business. And I don't care what age you are. God is in the make your dream come true business. God is in the delivery business. He's in the forgiving business. He's in the get your life together business. He's in the pick you up and dust you off business. He's in the come on, let's go forward business. That's the business he's in. But he can't put you in the business unless you're already in it. You make one step, he'll make two. He will not make all the steps for you. You got to do some of this yourself. You got to try something. God will put his finger on it and bless it, but he got to have something to put his finger on. He just can't send blessings to your house, and you sit there just opening up boxes, but you ain't paid for nothing. Boxes don't come to your house unless you make an order. 
If you want a big box at the house, you got to make an order. It's some things you got to do to get packages to the house. Don't you agree? Well, that's the same thing with a blessing. If you want more blessings to come your way, you got to do more things to get blessed. It's just a real common sense thing. Follow your dreams and don't take your foot off that gas pedal. Quit being what everybody else wants you to be. Your mom and them don't know everything. Begging you to be a lawyer. You know how many lawyers I know out of that profession? Because they got talked into it. And then they find out later on, man, that it don't make them happy, that it don't make their heart beat, that they realize, man, I want to do something that I'm not only gifted at, but I'm passionate about. You better start thinking about that because you only got one time to go around this, this track here. Follow your dreams because God is in the make your dream come true business. And once you decide what your dream is, don't take your foot off the gas because you'll do like I and so many others have done. I blew all my 20s. All of them spent all of my 30s fixing what I had messed up in my 20s. Next thing I knew, I was 40. And all of a sudden, I'm trying to be what I should have already been in my 30s. And then I looked up, and I was 50. And I had it together, but I looked back, and I went, man, I blew so much time. So those are the two things I would say to young people. If I could say to the 18 and the 21-year-old Steve Harvey, this is what I would say to me. And I'm saying it to you. That's my advice to you. I ain't talking down to you. I'm just telling you the truth. Y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finish it. You start. It's my anniversary this weekend, too, man. Oh, Congratulations. Happy anniversary, yeah. Steve. How many, how many years? Yeah, it's 11. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's going strong. Yeah. That's you wonderful. You. Congratulations. Ain't no signs of it going wrong. You passed your normal number, huh? What was last? Huh? You, you, you normally stop at 10 or 9, don't you? No, I stopped before that. Oh, okay. Go on with your best self. I'm not going to do 11. Pain? Uh-uh. We, we have to go on that note. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Drop sure. the mic. No, I'm not going to yeah. do 11 years of pain. Drop the mic and let's go. <laughs> he just talked to graduates and all that. He's the best. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that any time I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. 
Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.